When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Sitting in for Clay and Buck today, syndicated radio personality Michael Berry. I'll be with you all week, and we will spend some time on the issue of crime. Because I think if Republicans are smart, it will be the single biggest thrust of the campaign for members of the House, the Senate, and the presidential candidate going into November 5th. There is a feeling that the rule of law has collapsed, that chaos has run amok that we are in danger. And I'll get into some polls and some data. And I'm not talking about um, minor crimes. I'm talking about carjackings and murders. And you look at a case like this. Democrat Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards has pardoned 56 inmates between October and December of this year, including 40 individuals incarcerated for murder. That was the Fox story this morning. 56 inmates he pardoned on his way out the door as the new governor takes office, 40 of them convicted murderers. A smart Republican campaign would go out to those family members of the people who were murdered. It's very powerful when you talk to the mother of a murder victim. If they have children, if they have a spouse, it's very powerful to to see the anguish in their face. It's not manufactured, it's real. It's raw. It conveys. It hits you. There are 40 of them. 
Each one of them has multiple family members. John Bell Edwards should have indelibly printed on his brain every night when he goes to bed and every morning when he wakes up the faces of that anguish. That's what you do. Do you remember the name Willie Horton? Lee Atwater was one of the best at what he did. Regardless what you may think of him, in 1988, he had George H.W. Bush as a candidate, and Bush had been the eight-year vice president for Ronald Reagan, and Reagan had really knocked Bush down a bit in that 80 campaign. And the real moment where you saw that was during a debate that the networks weren't going to cover, but the Reagan camp, Reagan knew he was a great debater. And he knew that he could finish Bush off in a debate. And remember, Bush wins Iowa in 1980. So it's not like it was a fait accompli, Reagan was going to win. No, that's not true. Bush was the ultimate insider. He'd been the head of the CIA. He'd been the head of the RNC. He'd been ambassador to China. He had been a congressman. He was well-regarded within the party. He had the party poobahs behind him. He had the big money. He he was a, a successful businessman. His father had been a senator from the Northeast. This was the party's choice. And Reagan had been set aside in 76 versus Gerald Ford, who was running for re-election. And Reagan was the guy who had sort of the the Donald Trump coalition of the working class, the, the value based, the, the that particular. So it really was a sort of uh, establishment Jeb Bush versus the guy that had the working class Donald Trump in 1980. And in fact, to really draw that full circle, um, you probably know what Reagan's campaign slogan was in 1980: "Make America Great Again." That slogan doesn't appeal to rich people. That slogan doesn't appeal to Jeb Bush donors or Mitt Romney or his donors. That slogan doesn't appeal to Nikki Haley donors or the people that run Raytheon or Halliburton or Dick Cheney or Liz Cheney. That slogan doesn't appeal to the people who run the Republican Party and fund it, the people who meet at some big retreat that one of their billionaire donors owns, and they plot out who's going to be the nominee. Will it be Romney or Chris Christie in 2012? Who will it be? Trump might have their bank account, but they despise him. He's not their kind of guy. So when you look at at what infuriates the average American, when you look at, at what drives people to vote and, and those images, you go back to 1988 and Bush, who's been for eight years the vice president to Reagan, who's very popular, and Americans like to swing back and forth. Eight years of George W. Bush, eight years of Barack Obama. Then we go to uh, Donald Trump. We've seen this back and forth and back and forth. Well, in that year, Lee Atwater had to get George H.W. Bush across the finish line. And he's up against Michael Dukakis. And Dukakis at that point is seen as a guy who doesn't have a lot of charisma, but he just rolls his sleeve up 
and his sleeves up, and he works. He's a policy wonk. He just wants good government. And if you remember the 88 campaign where Joe Biden ran and had to drop out of the race because he was caught, surprised, plagiarizing, so maybe he'll be the president of Harvard University next, but, but Joe Biden was caught lying. Lying about his, his, uh, where he ranked in school, lying about his degrees, lying about most everything. Because that's what Joe Biden does. He always has done. He's lied about the death of his wife. He's lied about his credentials. He's lied about corn pop. He's lied about his son. He's, he's a bragger. Everybody knows that guy at the work site who, if you're talking about, a fish you caught this past weekend comes walking in and hears it, and no matter how big your fish is, he caught a bigger one. He killed a bigger buck. His car was faster. Uh, his fight was against a bigger guy, and he beat him worse. He was a bigger star in sports in eighth grade than you. It, whatever, he's a one-upper. That's what Joe Biden is. He's a one-upper. And look where he ended up. So Lee Atwater ran a very powerful ad that came to be known as the Willie Horton ad. But what he did is he he preyed upon the mood in the country at the time. And that's why this is important. He made George H.W. Bush into something he wasn't, while exposing Michael Dukakis to be something he was. Dukakis had given a furlough to a guy named Willie Horton. He happened to be black. He happened to be a guy who couldn't be rehabilitated. So by giving him time out of prison, he goes, I think it was to Illinois if I recall, but it doesn't matter. He gets some time out of prison, and he uses that occasion to go and murder somebody. It's everybody's worst nightmare, because we understand that a murderer is going to murder, but once you catch him, you throw him in a cage, and you never let him out again. But whatever crimes he commits after that moment are far worse, because they were preventable. They were avoidable. The system failed. You really feel for that victim. When somebody kills somebody in a drunk driving accident and it's their first time, that's terrible. But if it's the fourth time they've done it, for some reason it's far worse. And the reason is the system failed. We caught the guy. This didn't have to happen. The first time, we can't assume that everybody's a drunk driver. The first time, we punish you. But if we allow it to happen again, shame on us. That ad burned into the mind of every middle-class voter in America. George Bush might be aloof, might be distant, might be a party guy, and he's rich. And Michael Dukakis, he's a Massachusetts Democrat. I don't know, he's kind of squirrely looking. They're having to shave him five times a day. He's a little unkempt, and he's short. And he squints his eyes. And Dukakis is not a name. Everybody, you know, Bush is simple and easy. But what it really came down to was the way 1992 was, in Carvel's words, the economy stupid, back pocket issues. Don't worry about Bush versus Clinton. Who cares more about your paycheck? And they convinced 43% of Americans it was Bill Clinton and that Bush was out of touch. The same Bush that four years ago was able to beat Dukakis, not on economic issues, but on the very basis that Dukakis sees violent criminals as somebody who should be given another chance to rape your wife or kill your kids. That's brutal. That's harsh. 
And that's how Americans think. Because it happens to be true. And when Democrats make it this easy, and when Soros is doubling down, and when the district attorneys are letting more and more criminals out and it's in the news every day, that's what you hit. That's a winner. And it's true. All right. 1-800-282-2882. 1-800-282-2882. Michael Berry in for Clay and Buck all week. We'll take some of your calls coming up. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on, on the, the front, front lines, lines of truth. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. When we talk about the connection with Trump, I compare that 
And whether you view yourself as a student of politics, campaigns, government, culture, or not, you are. Because right now you could be doing 10 other things than listening to talk radio. You could be on your phone talking to a friend. You could be scrolling entertainment headlines. You could be watching a movie. You could be just looking out the window. There are a number of other things you could be doing. For you to seek out the spoken word, which tends to be tense, intense, serious, when you have enough other things distracting you and you could use some brain time away, that makes you a small percentage of Americans who are very, very focused on what's going on, sort of the anti-woke. But there is a category of people. And what I don't think the political consultants understand is who you are and what drives you. Because for so long, as long as they never offered you anything other than the Bushes or Bob Dole or another Bush or another Bush or John uh, McCain or Mitt Romney, and then they were going to give you Jeb Bush, sure, they'd win some elections along the way. But realistically, those are not people with whom you identify. They're not people that you connect with. When you look at the Trump juggernaut, as I refer to it, I think you can see some other personalities in modern America who have that same sort of stardust. When on April 24th, the news came out that Fox had fired Tucker Carlson. By all accounts, and I, I don't know Tucker, I don't, we're, we're not friends, I've never spoken to him, but by all accounts he was shocked. I think he had spoken uh, to the family on that Friday or Saturday night. He gets a call Monday morning and says, you're fired and you won't be going back on the air to say goodbye. I always thought that was such a chicken move. Not to let a guy, to let a person build an audience and then not say goodbye, but the theory goes that they'll go on and, and trash the organization. And I don't know, maybe Tucker would have, but he seems too classy to do that. Because one thing you have to say about Tucker, he is a classy guy. I mean, he, he's a guy who cares about right and wrong and decency. He, he's not a hothead. I mean, if you ever see the moment that he's confronted by the guy in, in, in the bait shop, the lure shop, it's not a bait shop if they're not using live bait, but when you see him, him confronted and he's on his day off and, and he's buying some flies to go fly fishing, which he loves to do, and this guy just gets right in his face, and he doesn't know he's being filmed because it's the guy's buddy who's filming him. And he's sort of, he's, he's not laughing at the guy to mock him. He's, he's sort of giggling like, is this really happening? And then he realizes they're being filmed. I think that was a moment that showed you this guy has nothing to hide. He's not bitter. He's not angry. He's intellectually curious. Watch how often he giggles. Watch how often he giggles at, at things that are crazy, and that's a coping mechanism to I'm going to live to fight another day. I'm going to see the madness to it all. And he's a big Hunter S. Thompson fan. I think Hunter S. Thompson in his own Odd way was giggling. I think Thomas Wolfe was giggling. I think great PJ O'Rourke, I think great social commentators 
look at the madness and somehow manage a laugh. And that allows you to stay in the game for longer. And it's a staying power that keeps a lot of people from being able to continue because you burn yourself out. I think April 24th and Fox's firing of Tucker Carlson, I think that is going to turn out where I think we're going to look back in five years, particularly because Tucker's the first person, much more so than Bill O'Reilly or, or any of the other folks that had a platform and, and were canned. He is the first to show that in this way, he's kind of bigger than Fox News. He doesn't need to be on their network to win. And, and the Fox News brand, the Fox News platform is extraordinarily powerful. And you see Tucker has sort of gravitated outside that. And I mean, sorry, uh, Trump has gravitated outside of that. And, and you see with Tucker and with Trump, that when they got crossways with Fox and when the perception of very loyal Fox viewers was that Fox had turned on these soothsayers, these truthsayers, these these good people who, you know, the left was up against, I think for this time Fox wasn't able to win that battle. And these guys have gone on to be way more popular than they would have already. I maintain... And in five years, we'll look back on that firing of, of Tucker. People ask me, you know, what do you think of Tucker interviewing Kevin Spacey as Frank Underwood or interviewing you know, UFOs? I think Tucker is incredibly intellectually curious, and people who get Tucker understand that. And since you can't be intellectually curious in America today, it's it's sort of endearing. Michael Berry in for Clay and Buck. More to come. You know, the Supreme Court is something that people don't think about until a major case goes before it, and then you scramble and say, who's on that court again? This is perhaps for lasting effect the most important thing a president will do. Maybe war could be above that. I'm thinking, and thinking when you're on live radio is probably not a good idea, but a Supreme Court justice, all federal judges serve for life. You have three levels, the district, the appellate, and then, and then the Supreme Court. A Supreme Court justice serves for life. And that's why it's important to win the White House because your Supreme Court justices will be on the court long after you're gone. In fact, interesting note, out of those nine Supreme Court justices, Justice Roberts was appointed, was nominated and then confirmed, uh, but nominated by George W. Bush. You've got Clarence Thomas, the greatest justice on the court today, nominated by George H.W. Bush. Samuel Alito, George H.W. Bush. Then you've got two Obama Supreme Court justices, Sotomayor, who's the self-described wise Latina, Elena Kagan, both of those are Obama. And then you've got three from Trump, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett is only 51 years old today, and 
she'll be on the court for a very long time, as will the lone Biden nominee, Katanji Brown Jackson, who is a lightweight. So of those nine, you've got three nominated by Trump and three nominated by George H.W. Bush, two by Obama and one by Biden. So that's not right. Uh, Roberts was uh, George W. Bush, as was Alito. I made notes and left my H up. Anyway, the point is you have... Clarence Thomas at 75, Alito at 73, Roberts, who seems very unhappy on the court, at 68, but I don't know how long he's going to want to do that. Um, You've got these folks, Sotomayor 69, I think she'll be there for a while, unless Biden wins. But you've got a situation where you have a couple of Supreme Court justices that could very well be up because of death or retirement, yet another reason you have to win November 5th. Yet another reason that people will have to vote for Trump if he's the nominee, and I submit he will be. Yet another reason they have to vote for Trump, even if they didn't want to. Because it's a completely binary choice. The executive orders of the Biden administration, which we'll get into as as the week rolls on, I'll be here all week, those executive orders, the financial cost to us and the national security cost to us, it's arguable that we'll never recover from that. When Catherine Herridge, as we played the audio of her on Face the Nation, talks about she fears and senses a black swan event in the United States, maybe that's a 9-11, that's something bigger than a school shooting. That is something that rocks and perhaps frightens the nation. Look, I, I'm not much of a fear monger. I'm all about laughing and enjoying and, and counting our blessings. But you cannot deny the risk to allowing ten to 12,000 people per day, record numbers, to come through our southern border, to go to parts unknown that are not just from Mexico. Do you understand? I know you do. The logistical nightmare it takes to get from China or Afghanistan to get to Mexico, then to get from Mexico up to the Texas border, then or Arizona, then to get into Texas and get to the safe house where you can find food and clothing and water. These aren't families. These are 20-year-old men. They almost look exactly like an army. Many of them are coming from places where we have seen terror cells of a dozen or fewer be able to wreak havoc. You think about the the uh, uh, April 11th attacks in Spain in 2004 that were carried out by al-Qaeda. There's a great Netflix documentary on that. I think it's called 11M. You think about 9-11 in the United States and the profound impact that had on the American psyche. And for some of you, on you directly. And that was 19 men. What if instead of 19, you had 190? 
or 1,900 or 19,000 starts to uh, look a whole lot different, doesn't it? Let's take a call. Let's go to Blue in California. Blue, you are on the Clay and Buck Show with Michael Berry. Go ahead, sir. Yes, hi there. Um, I was, I've had this concern for some time, uh, after hearing about, you know, Trump this, Trump that for so much over the past, you know, year and stuff. I'm sorry what he's going through. I felt it was not deserved right, but, uh, nonetheless, should he become, should he become the president? My biggest concern is the people that would be real hesitant, uh, to be in his cabinet, especially like in the military aspect of things. I think they would be have some sort of, I mean, anybody that would be quality would still be hesitant to be in that that aspect of things, his cabinet. I think they would better. Why would they be hesitant? Uh, you know, just because he has been so, you know, controversial and everybody, you know, he's, he's not super well-liked across the board to where I think somebody like DeSantis might draw a more even... Uh, uh, an even-minded or even-centered uh, set of people in, in the cabinet, especially in the military. Blue, who are you voting for? I'm probably if uh, I'm if I have the choice, I'll vote for DeSantis. Okay. So, how many? If you and I were to go to a local diner, have a cup of coffee, and randomly stop people as they walked in and out. Some number of them would say they're going to vote in the Republican primary and then vote in November. What percentage of them do you think would say, I can't make up my mind, but I think DeSantis would be able to get more people to come and work in his cabinet than Trump could, so I'm going to go with DeSantis. I think Out of 100 was, people. I think if that was to become a discussion, more people would be apt to do that. But right now there's just this blanket thing of, oh, well, Trump has been so uh, mistreated, mishandled. You know, we got to stand for him and stand for that. But you know, I think that people need to look past that uh, for the ultimate outcome. Where where are things going to lie? Should he be actually become? You know, should he become the president? So I think that's something that needs to be discussed as far as the uh, the other aspect of of uh, quality people that would be, uh, you know looking at possible choices for, for the cabinet, especially military. So, Blue, if I were uh, – well, let me go back to that for a moment because I, I will agree that Trump has had some terrible personnel choices. I think of Scaramucci and his 10 days of just an absolute – that was a horrible choice. I think of Omarosa uh, being allowed inside the White House to, to where she was trying to film an under – I mean, those are horrible Horrible choices, I, I, first to admit it. But I also believe that for too long in this country, and this goes back to the Bush-McCain, uh, uh, th this goes back to that RNC mentality, the old Republican, a kind of a Mike Pence Republican, that you have these generals, and they come in and they have all their brass, and they stand ramrod straight, and they are to be respected and never questioned. And I think Trump is the opposite of that. And maybe sometimes he goes too far the other way. But, but I think this idea of, of this, this blind respect for men who seem obsessed with going to war. And by the way, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. 
the way military leaders rise through the ranks, and they want to rise through the ranks, make no mistake, they are also ambitious, just like presidential candidates. And oddly enough, look at how many of them become presidential candidates. I think that you have to recognize that the president is the commander-in-chief, and the president is the final authority. And and one thing I think endears people to Trump is his willingness to call some of our military leaders on the carpet, which he has done, battles that he's had, and I think that we've seen that some of them are questionable characters. And this idea that you can't dare question the integrity of these men who say we need to be at war all the time that's this sort of you know uh that that sort of lindsey graham uh fetish for men in uniform i think most americans find to be creepy including military veterans who went to iraq and who went to afghanistan and and who went to vietnam and they watched their buddies die Without, without sufficient orders and without a sufficient plan to protect them and enable them to win. We haven't been positioned for a military victory since World War II. And oh, by the way, we let the Russians roll in to, to Berlin, not the Americans. We haven't been positioned to send our men in uniform into a battle where they might come home to a parade and a picture of them grabbing their girl, turning her over, having a kiss, an American victory in 80 years. Think about that for a moment. So I don't think, I think Trump represents the American, we are not a military junta. We are a civilian-based government, and the military works for us. And I think some people have a little too much, it's not even respect. It's it's this weird sort of fetish for the uniforms and the medals, and, and they can't be questioned. The hell they can't. They absolutely can be questioned because they're sending our boys to wars. They sent them to, look what McNamara did to our boys in Vietnam. Look at our boys that went into Iraq and, and, and didn't come home. Look at our boys that went into Afghanistan, 13 of them killed under the, the botched withdrawal. So if you were to ask me, I think that that would be a factor in, in Trump's favor. I really do. I'm Michael Berry in for Clay and Buck. One more segment to finish out the hour, and I'll be with you all week. Coming up. Make an appointment with the truth. Tune in every day to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons, One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-GOLD. 
When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash buck and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. I'd like to leave you with a little food for thought. Before tomorrow's show, I'll be with you all week. My name is Michael Berry. You can email me directly. Many of you have already uh, through our website at michaelberryshow.com. Seven years ago, the murder rate in El Salvador was 5,269 people murdered in that tiny little country. Last year, it was less than 10% of that at 495. And the best I have so far for this year and this isn't exact till the last day, is 146. Making El Salvador safer than many parts of the United States. And El Salvador was the murder capital seven years ago. Elections matter. People matter. I often use the example, how good would the New England Patriots be having won six Super Bowls without Tom Brady. We got to find out, didn't we? That's not to say that Bill Belichick's not a great coach, although he wasn't so good in Cleveland. It's not to say that Bill Belichick didn't contribute to those Patriot Super Bowls. He did. He managed to find talent like uh, Randy Moss and other players that maybe were at the end of their career and wanted one final shot. He managed to surround Tom Brady with great players. But how good were the Patriots when Brady left? And how good were the Buccaneers when he got there? Well, they were pretty good before he got there anyway. It's hard to know. It's a team sport. But people matter. And we all understand, if you're a sports fan, that if you've got a great quarterback, like a Patrick Mahomes, he had a bad week Sunday, but you have a Tom Brady, a Patrick Mahomes, 
you have one of these guys as your quarterback, you got a lot better chance to win than somebody that has, say, Ryan Tannehill or some other schlub. And you wouldn't tolerate a bad quarterback on your team. And yet, we've got the worst quarterback in the NFL, quarterbacking America. It matters. But look at El Salvador, a country that was lost, a country that was the murder capital, a country where you you worried that in a fight between the military and the bad guys, the bad guys would win. I'm going to talk a little about him, but I want you to go look him up. His name is Nayib Bukele. Just look up El Salvador. And you know what he did? This is a radical notion. You know how he dealt with the highest murder per capita rate in the world? He went out and grabbed the murderers, and he put them in prison, and he didn't let them out. We're facing a real challenge in this country on November 5th to beat the Democrats. Yes, there will be cheating. Yes, there will be all the things that go with that. But if you win the hearts and minds of Americans, which the Republican candidate has to do, you do it with issues that matter to them. Crime's going to be first and foremost. I'll see you back same time tomorrow. You can email me directly at michaelberryshow.com. Thanks to Clay and Buck for letting me hang out and talk to you, good folks, for all of this time. And I am really looking forward to that. In the meantime, if you email me, I'll do my best to email you back. If nothing else, to acknowledge that you sent an email. And I'm open to ideas of what we talk about through the end of the week. And, yes, I know you're asking. We will get to Nikki Haley. And, no, if you're a Nikki Haley fan. And with that, I'll see you tomorrow, friends. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.